don't like this. All this Halloween business. A bit too scary for me. I'm going to go back and listen to the James Whale podcasts. Oh, blimey. was a bit i hope you didn't include all that sort of personal discussion about mrs w in there as well well it's on the recording but uh, i shall uh, set fire to it after the show is finished yeah i should bloody well hope so as well uh anyway thank you very much indeed yes the uh halloween i've never understood halloween i hope you're not doing it uh, I think I'm going to um hire my child out to the grandparents and i should go and watch a movie well, I think that's a good idea, but uh, this encouraging kids to go and knock on strangers' doors is not on. No, we took her to the school Halloween disco, which I think is fair enough, because it's just a disco with a bit of yeah. fancy dress. That's where I draw the line. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got a few problems. Before we start the programme properly, thank you very much. Who did, who did the introduction, do we know? Uh, Mr P Black again. Oh, Mr P Black, he's getting very good, isn't he? He should have his own podcast at this rate. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all intros. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the James Well podcast radio show. Now, um, Halloween, I, I, you know, I don't mind sort of scary things and, and stuff like that, but I am, st- you know, my views on, uh, on people who want to tell you that uh, conspiracy theorists, I love conspiracy theorists, I love mediums, I love all sorts of religious people. I don't love them. I just, I'm fascinated by the fact that people can absolutely absolutely believe in something that is not tangible that they can't prove you know and the same with halloween um which uh, i don't you know you can believe anything you like i really couldn't care less but getting your kids to dress up in ghoulish way this is an americanism you know we, we used to do it we used to put turnips out now we've got pumpkins they're american the supermarkets and i'm going to come back to talking about supermarkets in a minute because i'm pretty annoyed i've just had a letter through the letterbox, strangely enough. Uh, I'll tell you about that in a moment. Um, anyway, uh, the supermarkets are full of shit. Uh, tat. Halloween tat. Made in China. Bought in in its billions, I imagine. And sold to the gullible, stupid people with children who let them dress up as ghosts and ghouls. Now, you can dress up as a ghost and go, make your own outfit. Buy this shit from the stores, which is plastic, which you're going to throw away afterwards, and which is going to continue to cause the problems that plastics are causing on this planet. Never mind about the bottles, the little beads in your whatever cream. The stuff that people buy for Halloween that just gets discarded, and I don't suppose any of it is biodegradable. What on earth are the supermarkets pandering to this for? I mean, you know, has everybody got so much money they can waste it? I thought we were living in fairly austere times. Oh, yeah, but my little Sue and my little Johnny, they've got to dress up everybody else's. No, they haven't at all. And anyway, get some makeup. Make their faces up. Easy. You don't have to buy that rubbish. And it's the uh, it's the teenagers who knock on the door. 
and then get a bit miffed when nobody gives them anything. I just set the dogs on them. <laughs> just set the dogs on them. Um, what are you laughing at? Nothing. My daughter went as a cat, and all I did was paint whiskers on her face, and she had some, there we are. a cat hairband, and that was it. Yeah. I just I just think this, this shit that they're selling in supermarkets is appalling, and that people actually go and buy it. I know a genuine witch. I know a couple of witches, but they're not really witches. Actually, pagans I quite like. Pagans who who actually are in tune with the um, the motion of the ocean, right? With nature, yeah, with the world. I like I like that. That the, the the sort of you know, if you if in my view, if you want to worship something, it's like the Native Americans before we Europeans sent uh, all our explorers over there and ruined the country uh, as it is today. We got a bit highbred and then ruined the whole thing, didn't we? Not me personally, no, but uh, I know what you mean. Well, yeah, you personally, me personally, all of us personally. You know, we've all been responsible for it, really. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we oh, have. Okay. Sorry, then. I mean, it's the same with... Yeah, I should think so. It's the same, if you ask me, it's the same with uh, Guy Fawkes. Now, I like a good firework, but we're living in in fairly troubled times when people are being bombed and blown up and everything else. Why we have some of these fireworks that are not attractive in any way, shape or form, just make a loud boom like somebody's actually declared war on you. Yeah. And why, why you know, Guy Fawkes was a terrorist, so I suppose we're celebrating the fact he got caught and burnt. Yes, I think that's the idea, yeah. But it's pretty gruesome anyway. But okay, we ought to have more fiestas and we ought to have more fun in this country. I'm absolutely up for that. But, I mean, let's face it, the politicians, they're always on holiday. We might as well follow suit, mightn't we? (laughs) I'm always on holiday, me. Yeah, well, Mrs W thinks I'm always on holiday too. But that's another story. Um, So, uh, you know, uh, you can get in touch with this program about any of these uh, thoughts. We might do next next week. We might put a thing out on Facebook about Halloween and what sort of nutters buy that stuff for their kids. Well, just stand in the uh, supermarket and have a look for yourself. Just stand there all day and watch. I've got better things to do. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, we'll wind some people up about it. I think that's, uh, that's the best way of doing it. And then I've got, I've got Nutty Ken on my radio show calling me in and telling me Jesus wants to save me. Uh, can you decline? Well, I'm available to be saved, but um, apparently you have to, uh, you know, you have to sort of... Um, not be nice to gay people. Not well. You can be nice to them, but you know they mustn't be allowed to do it. it just it's just just all bollocks, isn't it? Anyway, don't get me in on that. Um, right. I want to talk about supermarkets. Okay. I've just received a letter now. Yeah. From some some flipping parking company. Oh, is it Parking Eye? No, it's something else actually, based in Portsmouth. But I'm gonna I'm gonna call them cause them so much um, grief. I can't tell you. Uh, Mrs. W's car has been photographed coming out of a little car park. Oh, don't shop in little. Don't ever shop in little. They always get you with car well, parking. That's how they make. Yeah, them. I'm not. I tell you, little can go screw themselves. I will not be shopping in little ever again. Yeah. Ever. And I quite like little. I thought they were quite good, but no. Little are a bunch of rip-off merchants if they do what they're doing. Apparently, you have to. Uh, you have to put. Uh, your number plate into some machine. Now, Mrs. Well went shopping, and she's a bit short-sighted. She wasn't wearing her reading glasses. She was wearing her driving glasses. She didn't see any signs. So 
she's got this uh, fine today, £90, or if you pay it very quickly and don't cause any fuss, 45 Um, But when you go into a supermarket's own car park, you don't expect really to pay, do you? You don't expect to pay, and, and you don't expect to have to go through the hoops to get into the store. Well, apparently, you get 10 minutes for free. Right, well, how long was she in the supermarché for? Half an hour. That's but, ridiculous. you know, you need half an hour, don't you, in the supermarket? I don't know, I don't I would go back in personally, as in IU, and give yeah. them the whaley stare and speak to the manager and refuse to leave. And then tell them that you'll um, say how bad little... Oh, we've already done that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would love me to do that, wouldn't you? I may well do it. Um, but apparently there is a machine and you have to put the car registration number in. If you put the car registration number in, apparently you can have one hour to shop. And then if not, you get charged. I've never heard anything quite so stupid. Now, Mrs. W assures me she didn't see any signs and she didn't see any parking things. She just assumed there was no charge. It was a, it was a the car park attached to the store. And she wanted to go in and, and do some shopping. There'll be a sign on the entrance that you drive past. You haven't got time to look at the sign because you're too busy trying not to run people over. So once you're in the car park, there won't be any other signs. So they've screwed you. Well, uh, little, if you're listening to this, I shall be tweeting a little later about this ridiculous, stupid situation. Um, and I shall probably be talking. Did I tell you how to radio show, talk radio? Yeah, mention it, you know. Seven till ten? Yeah. Monday to Thursday? Oh, good. Right. Okay. I did. Um, highly rated. Why don't you tell Ken that you got this parking fine and he might pray about it? I'm, I'm tempted to ignore it and see what happens. If you ignore it and see what happens, apparently they do go after you. They didn't used oh, to. So it, 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 they threatened if, if you don't respond, you know, they'll put it in the hands of a debt collector and all that. Yeah, that's the worry, you see. Because they, they can put it in the hands of a debt collector and they can mark you, you know, yeah. badly. Um, for what? Mark me for what? Not paying a fine. But they have to take you to what court that first to, to, be, to be anything to worry about. Well, you know, it's just if you ever want to, you know, take out your big loan for your new yacht... That you want to buy? Well, I won't. I don't. I, I'm too old to take out a loan. I don't give a flying f. But I am very angry because this is obviously one of these snotty little private parking companies. Yeah, and it's angled to make sure I think that people because Mrs. W is pretty good about that. She doesn't not pay. She, you know, she she. So I'm just angry, and I don't like the tone of the flipping letter either. I don't like being spoken to as if I'm a criminal. And then they've got this whole thing on the back about appeals procedure. Then appeal. Why should I f***ing appeal? I haven't got time to do that. Would you like me to appeal not, on your behalf? I'll tell you this. I am not spending any money in little ever, ever again. Any company that hires these, par- these private parking fascists are off my list of places to go. Oh, imagine if TK Maxx had private parking company, you'd be screwed. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. But they don't, because TK Maxx are a great place to go and shop. You know, and I, I don't have that problem if I go to Tesco or Sainsbury's or anywhere like that. Why the flipping heck do little do this? Yeah, we like Tesco's, Morrison's, Sainsbury's, yeah. Aldi. They're Asda. all amazing. Asda, yeah, they're, they're Marks and Spencer's, Waitrose. Yeah, all Amazing, yeah, but amazing little, stores. Yeah. What about Aldi? I don't know about Aldi. Uh, Audi's, mm, well, you haven't been uh, done for parking there, so they're actually all right. Mm. But Lidl, no, they're terrible. Don't ever shop in Lidl. 
Well, it won't be now, and I shall be on the radio saying this later. Well, if I'd have found out before that you were a little shopper, I would have told you never to shop there. Why? Because I have people coming in my shop telling me about how they've just been stung or on Facebook with a, with little. Um, I, I, I just... It's annoying the heck out of me. I, I'm really quite angry today. I don't know if I'm in a proper fit state to do this because I'm at home sitting in my, uh, in my little uh, office studio, whatever you want to call this, at home doing this, and uh, maybe I I'm, just I'm might go over the top about how I hate little and anybody who has a private parking company. Can I just put something out there in the ether? Yeah. There's nothing stopping you driving your little vehicle and breaking down in the entrance to the car park. For several hours. Hmm. While you're waiting for the AA to turn up. I'm I'm sorry, but I haven't got time for all that shit. Nanakins. Well, then Uh, buy a second-hand car for the value of the fine and just drive it down there and just dump it there. It's tempting. It is very tempting. But, no, that would be a ridiculous way of of, uh, retaliating. Um, I will ring them, and I will probably record the call and then play it out. As long as you say it's for training purposes... Actually, they might actually say that themselves at the beginning of the recording. <laughs> this call may We're be recording re- this call for training purposes. <laughs> Are you stuffy? You're recording the call to see if I'm rude to you, and if I am, then you might try and take action against me. Good luck with that. They can always pay you to remove the uh, audio content out of the show. Yeah, well, there is that. But I tell you, I am sick of... I, I'm just, I've just opened this letter now. I am absolutely fuming. There was complete rubbish in Little anyway, so apparently she didn't buy anything. So she spent half an hour in there looking around, didn't buy anything, came out, and it's cost me 90 quid. Oh, no, that's that's not helping your case now, then, is it? What? Well, now you haven't got a receipt to sort of wave in front of the face and say, look, see, I'm a customer. Well, sure. I'm sure if we want to talk CCTV, they can quite quickly find some CCTV that proves she was in there. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Well, but that's a separate company, you see. That's uh, Little themselves, and we don't have access to their CCTV. Well, I might come down to your offices and have a little word with you personally. (laughs) Well, keep us up to date with that. I like to see the whites of the eyes of the people that I'm disagreeing with. Okay. I, anybody, I tell you what, anybody else has had anything like this, tell me what you did and how you, uh, or do you just pay it? I mean, there is a there is a, a sort of um, a train of thought that says, well, just pay it. You know, obviously you, you have to comply with these petty, stupid little rules. Um, just pay the bloody thing. Just go into Little and... No, no, I'm not going to Little ever again. Little are dead to me. <gasps> you can't say that. That's well, threat- well, that's threatening. I'm not. They're they're dead to me. They don't exist as far as I'm concerned anymore. Okay. I'll have to consult the lawyers on that one. Feel free. Um, So there we are. uh, I'm just so angry about that. I wasn't even going to start the programme off talking about that today. You never know where this show's going to go. No, just not a little. Um, anyway, thank you to uh, all our listeners on uh, Talk Radio. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to Talk Radio anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the universe. Uh, you can get, uh, strange enough, you can get an app to listen to Talk Radio. You get a DAB radio, or you can get an app, or you can listen online. Uh, we'd love to have an app for this program, but uh, certain people have um, have not really got one going yet. So never mind. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, So 
I forgot where I was now. Oh, so yes, so uh, yep, well done to uh, everybody on our sister stations, Talk Sport, Talk Sport Two, uh, Virgin Radio, who've all done really well in uh, in the Rajar the ratings war. Um, and Mr. Wales program, of course, up year on year, and um, uh, last time had one of the highest ratings ever. Uh, pleased to see Radio Five Live has lost a lot of its audience. Oh, now, come on, you can't say you're pleased to see that. Uh, just because, you know, they gloat every time they go on. Uh, I don't suppose anybody other than the radio stations themselves are interested in that sort of thing, so we won't bother uh, to talk about that anymore. Um, i tell you what we should talk about, and this is quite serious. Michael Fallon, who is the Defence Minister, uh, yesterday, uh, well, day before yesterday, well, it depends on when you're listening to this, could have been a few weeks ago, um, said uh, MP should stop criticising Saudi Arabia. It's not helpful for the UK arms sales. And so on Facebook, I'll ask the question, do we want to be selling arms to Saudi Arabia? I mean, there are a country who have some of the worst human rights issues going. I know they make us a lot of money, and I know perhaps we have to, uh, have, to have to consider that, but do we really, really want to actually be uh, involved with a country that still could stone people to death, um, have only just, only just decided that women should be allowed to drive? I am not saying anything about that, by the way. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure. I think the more that countries like that are ostracized, the more that they are criticized by, uh, by, comp- uh, by countries, the better. So uh, your thoughts? Colin Tom said, we shouldn't be doing any business of any sort with Saudi Arabia. Uh, Mark Gibbs says, uh, yes, as long as it creates British jobs. You see, Mark, at the moment, the British jobs uh, that are making some of the weaponry that is being sold to Saudi Arabia is being used to kill innocent women and children in the Yemen. But I suppose we just want to be able to go on and buy the shit out of the stores for Halloween, don't we? Uh, John Singer says, I don't recall members of previous governments telling MPs to shut the hell up for their criticism of Saudi Arabia. Uh, Yes, countless governments have sold arms to the Saudis and Maggie's son made both a career and fortune out of it. But what's done is done. The point, though, uh, to paraphrase Marx, is to change it and the power to do that, along with the moral responsibility, is with the government of the day. John Well said. Uh, Kai Wen May says, uh, yes, she, we should be selling arms to Saudi Arabia. Arms, legs, hands, and lots of its citizens that have had theirs amputated. Let's sell them nukes. I'm sure we can trust them. Ooh. <laughs> Gramansky Pickering says we shouldn't sell any arms to anyone. It's totally immoral. Is that all we are manufacturing now? And to think we used to manufacture better things. We make very good arms, by the way. Some of our, our, our planes, and we buy flipping planes that don't work from the Americans. I've never understood that. We bought all these aeroplanes that don't work on our carrier when we could have been buying our own planes, which are far superior to the Yanks. And in theory, cheaper if we manufacture them ourselves. Of course they're cheaper, yeah. Strange. Kevin Taphouse says we shouldn't be selling arms to Saudi Arabia at all. That part of the world is already inflamed enough as it is. We're not viewed kindly in Yemen by the ordinary people there. Uh, Kevin's right. I mean, uh, you know, I know we... uh, uh, 
as the proliferation of, of weapons around the world is 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 out of control. Jeff Samuel says, how about bows and arrows? Well, yeah, I mean, you can sell bows and arrows. They do a lot less harm, I suppose. Uh, Arthur Sutherland, I do not believe that any country which manufactures arms should sell them to any other country. If you want to make war, use your own arms. I think I would probably go with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Michael Fallon, who I, I've met many times, and he's a decent bloke, and I <laughs> I don't know why that slipped out of his mouth. Um, I suppose one one um, one train of thought is that at least if uh, if Saudi Arabia ever turned on us, which is unlikely because their their army are pretty useless, um, but if they ever turned on us, I suppose we have we not built into this weaponry something that we could just turn it off yeah 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 yeah. you just press uh control f5 and it turns them all off all right oh well there we are so job done so we're safe yeah oh well that's okay then isn't it yeah just don't tell the americans what the secret no, code is no no well we don't sell anything the americans don't buy anything from anyone do they no um, now, the other thing that nobody is uh, really mentioning at the moment, which I think we'll have a little chat about, uh, we're about to get some more rail strikes. I don't use the rail. Is it going to affect um, me? It, well, I think eventually it might affect everybody, but uh, it, they're going to they're going to start, particularly in the southeast, they're going to start their strikes approaching Christmas. They're going to uh, call their members out. Uh, I have a real problem with this because. It affects everybody else. So what they're they're doing is they're stopping other people going to work, going about their lawful business, because the railways, in many cases, the only way certain people can get to work and commute, earn the money to look after their family, is by using the public transport system. And I, I think we should have rules and regulations in place where people who operate public transport can't strike. Now, Apparently, they're striking for our benefit because one of the big things is that they, they're trying to cut down the amount of staff on trains. Um, and and I, I'm not interested in the argument one, one way or the other. Uh, the people who, who run that can sort that out themselves. Um, but what they can't do, in my view, is they can't inflict their dispute on the rest of us. If they don't like the way they're being treated, then pack in the job. If, that, if, if you don't like it and you think you're yeah, packing the job, if what the owners of the trains are doing is going to be dangerous to life, then surely health and safety will come in and sort that out. When you're running a mass transit system, uh, you have got to be absolutely 100% sure that you are running a safe service. Otherwise, anything happens, you're going to be in real trouble. But a train driver working four days a week can earn up to £72,000 a year, you know. Where do I apply? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not a badly paid job. Uh, compared with a bus driver in a city centre, a bus driver, that must be one of the most difficult jobs going. And very stressful, I would imagine. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. Very stressful. Very stressful job. Now, train drivers will tell you, oh, yeah, but people will throw themselves in front of the train and it, you know. Well, people can jump in front of buses, you know, people can jump in front of cars. That's unfortunately one of those things that may or may not mostly won't happen to people in their daily lives, I'm glad to hear. But what do you do to drive a train? You press a button. Exactly how I used to do it as a child on a train set. You just turn the knob and the thing goes round and round and round and then you turn the knob the other way and it stops. Yeah. 
And that, that basically is how you run a train. I mean, it is just the easiest job going. And the union have been allowed to, to crank up the whole thing so that drivers now get this wonderful four-day week. They get uh, something like eight weeks holiday a year, which is two months, and with a bit of overtime. I think their basic is forty-five, fifty thousand a year, but they can earn up to seventy. Just move over, mate, because anybody could learn to drive. You could, you could drive a train. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know for a fact that I could drive a train. Give me half an hour's training, and I'm in. Yeah. In fact, I've seen politicians drive tube trains. Yeah. It's easy. Uh, so I think it's about time we could tail the power of some trade unions. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting slightly annoyed as well about the sort of the, the, the Marxist overtones of the Labour Party at the moment, which think that because a lot of youngsters getting very excited and turned on by this idea, uh, which young people do, you know, new politics it does. And uh, it's about time that the Conservative Party came up with a few new interesting ideas themselves. What they need is a charismatic leader. Uh, and I can't think of one at the moment, so there we are. And no, 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 not Boris Johnson. Boris the buffoon Johnson. No, he wouldn't work. Um, got any thoughts on this, by the way? Let me remind you, you can uh, also contact the programme and we can put these in. You can uh, email jameswellradio at gmail.com and you can call me, leave your message, and we'll play it out on the programme next week. Zero double one seven. Two three zero one double seven one. All these numbers and contact details are on our website at jameswellradio.co.uk. Are they not? They are indeed on the front page. They are mm. on the front page, right on the front page. Um, how are my videos going, by the way? Uh, your old TV shows. Yeah, and also the ones I do with Ash that go up there every week. I did one yesterday. I don't know whether that ever made it. Uh, yeah, I think it went out because it was in two parts again. Is that wrong? Well, it's fine. It's just I have to join them together. Well, we did we, what we we did yesterday. Uh, again, this means nothing depending when you're listening to this program. But what we did was we tried some special effects. Y- yeah, can I? But I don't know if you noticed. You could actually see me when I was pretending to hide. Yeah, when when you went invisible, you just stood behind a post. That's not really yeah. special effects, yeah. is it? Really? Pause the camera. Then move yeah. and then get someone to start the camera again, and then you disappear. And then you do the same in well, reverse to reappear. That's what we did, I thought. I shouldn't be giving away all these magic secrets. I'll get kicked out of the magic circle. Yeah, you will. Yeah. I thought, anyway, you could have edited it so you got the, the little mistakes out of the way. Yeah, but to do that, you'd need to give me uh, at least three or four seconds footage of the empty room first, so that I can superimpose that over the top. Again, you're making me give away all the secrets on the radio. Oh, sorry, okay. All right, anyway, they're uh, they're all up on uh, jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash talk. Uh, Right, I think it's probably time for a bit of music, don't you? We've got any music this week? Anybody sent any music in? Uh, I think we've got something in from uh, Terry. Terry? Well, Terry said. Oh, yeah, Terry said, uh, hope you're cool. We're cool, man. Why is it hope we're cool? Well, yeah, it's, is uh, it hot where he is? Well, it's cool here. Yeah, he said. Hopefully, you are aware the unshakable Blitz and Trapper have an incredible new album coming out on November the third called Wild and Reckless. Were you aware of that? No, well, I know now. Yeah. Okay. His track is called Dance with Me.
Dance what? Wit with me. I was being cool. I was down with the kids. Dance with me. Oh, I see. Dance with me. Yeah. Here we are. That was it. Dance with me. Blitzen Trapper from their new album called Wild and Reckless. Quite nice, Terry. Quite like that. Keep the music coming in. If you would like us to play something uh, of yours, all you've got to do is uh, send it to jameswellradio at gmail.com on a MP3 market for my attention and include permission to play and we'll put it out. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Very, very good idea. Um, should we do Tech Talk? Oh, uh, I've got to move. My back's hurting. We can do tech talk. Well, I don't have to do tech talk, you know. I mean, and I feel I've been talking for a long time now. It might be good for you to do something. You want to do... Oh, I'll tell you what we should do. You should you should actually embarrass yourself and tell everybody uh, you went to a rock concert the other day. It wasn't a rock concert. It was a little mix concert, and it was very, very good. <laughs> oh, dear. Thoroughly enjoyed myself. I'm sure you did. I was quite amazed. At what? 
I, ju- I just, well, t- do you really want to bore you? I was quite amazed at how simple the um, the stage setup and what everything, how cheap everything was compared to other concerts I've been to. But at the same time, the enjoyment factor was the same. Um, when you say cheap, what do you mean? As in, you know, when you go to rock concerts and stuff, they have lighting and stages and loads of loads of things. It was just a flat stage with four singers on it. Yeah. A few, a few um, X Factor style flame balls, um, <laughs> and obviously some lights, and then uh, the, the singing was was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was, to be fair, they're very very talented. Are they? Yeah. All right. Okay. So you enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but you thought there could be more of those kind of lift things that shoot out into the audience and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it didn't seem to be m- much. And yeah, I would have designed the set a bit better so that, uh, you know, a lot more of the arena could see them. Yeah. Other than that, it was it was fine. We were right at the front, obviously. I uh, did take some video. <laughs> obviously. Uh, yeah. So if you want Should to see you my... Do that? I mean, you, you know, you're a bit old to go to a little mixed concert. I mean, I'm not suggesting... You know, it's slightly pervy, isn't it? I went uh, in a chaperone-style scenario. Oh, yeah, they all say that. Yeah, of course, yeah. I, I filmed my daughter's vlog, so uh, it was her first concert. She really enjoyed it. Were you? Didn't you feel a bit out of place? No, there were a lot of dads there. In fact, they referenced us <laughs> at one point. What did they say? They, they asked me to do a, not me personally, but the, the dads, yeah. to do a hair flick at one point of their singing, which obviously most of the dads, that's not going to work, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. A hair flick. Is yeah. that like in Hello, Hello, hair flick? No, not, not that. Yeah, where you sort of tilt your head to one side and you flick it to the other side and your hair flops over your head. Boris Johnson could pull it off or um, Trump could pull it off but people i don't think i could do that could i well not unless you were wearing a wig no in fact i've got to go and shave my head after we finish this that was very good i all you can (laughs) see from my point of view is just just money just money being made everywhere it's very good absolutely well they're there i mean i don't even think they won x factor did they or did they i can't remember so anyway little mix were good basically good they had a band with them i presume no, no band. It was just backing tracks. See, really? See, cheap. See, keep the costs down. It's very clever. Yeah, I'm amazed there. And how long did they perform? Well, for? that's the other thing. They were only on for about an hour and a half. Performed about, I don't know, maybe 12 songs. Now, yeah. I'm used to going to big concerts. Like, the last one I went to was a Guns N' Roses concert. That was three and a half hours long. So, you know, and it was cheaper as well, to be fair. Was it? Mm. Simon Cowell knows how to make money, doesn't he? I'm actually talking about Simon Cowell, talking about X Factor. I do like X Factor, I must admit, but I I am sick and tired. This year, I am sick and tired of the bloody blokes crying. And I don't think there's anything very talented on any of them, but every one of those flipping blokes broke down in tears. Is this the new generation? Is this it? And you're touchy-feely. Because, listen, the rest of the world is a pretty terrible, pretty tough place. And if our kids are all bursting into tears every time somebody says something they don't like, or even when they say something they like, I think we have to worry about this. It's quite a big thing for them, though, isn't it, really? Don't you start. 
No, it's not. You know, it's a, it's it's it, oh, my life will change. I mean, for goodness sake, how do you know what's going to happen a year down the line, two years down the line, and all this? Oh, I'm, I, you know, my life is ruined if I don't get through, and and they're bursting. These are these are blokes bursting into tears. I'm sorry, I find it annoying, very annoying. I may not be able to watch anymore. <sighs> I, I've I've started watching um, strictly um, strictly uh, dancing. Strictly cum dancing. <laughs> I don't know why you can't say that word. What on earth is wrong with you, filthy little bastard? <laughs> Go on. I've started watching that because obviously Debbie's in it. She's doing really well. Oh, right, yeah, Debbie McGee. Well, I'm supposed to be rooting for Ruth, aren't I? Oh, I thought you were rooting for Rimmer. Well, no, Mrs W's rooting for Rimmer because uh-huh. she is a huge Simon Rimmer fan. In fact, I find her using my Twitter site to pretend to be me, <laughs> promoting him. I said, you do, you know, can you stop sort of gushing over Simon Rimmer because people think it's me. Oh, dear. That was the witch, by the way. She's, she's uh, born on Halloween. Who? Debbie McGee. Why is she a witch? Because if you're born on Halloween, you're a witch. Oh, right, okay. She's doing remarkably well anyway. And she's and she knows a bit about magic as well, so it's all true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well then she might be a witch. But it's all it's all very samey though, isn't it? To be honest with you. Both I'm I, I wonder whether Strictly and X Factor and probably Britain's Got Talent have now run their course. No, no, you, Britain's Got Talent will never run its course because what the British people want is genuine variety, and I think that show offers that. As long as they get rid of all the singing all the time. And just well, back. yeah, I agree, I agree. And I, but but you know, there are very few places for people to break into the world of show business. You know, and and musicians look down their noses at anybody who appears on X Factor. But you can be a really good musician, and I know a few. You can make really great records, and you can spend your entire life being nowhere. Well, you got Little Mix, Le- Leona Lewis, One Direction, bigger than the Beatles, you know. Yeah. So yeah. you can't... You can't. But they won't be remembered because the Beatles were first. Well, that's true. I don't like the Beatles. And One Direction, not very original either. No, but it's it's all about mass market, isn't it? So, you yeah. Know. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, it's not it's not really the talent of the music. It's the talent of the marketing director. Indeed. You know... Uh, that's what, you, you, you know, if I want to make a radio programme better than anybody else's, it's not however good I may or may not be. It needs the marketing behind it to make it good. Chris Moyle's doing better than anybody uh, on radio, if you like, on, on Radio X. Now, Radio X, until they started uh, advertising the fact Chris Moyles was there, nobody was listening to. True, very true. We like Moyles E. I do, Yeah. I was out with Stephanie Hurst last week. Well, you know that, don't yes, you? Yes, I, I do. I, I know that, yes. We talked about that before, yeah. We did, yes. Um, okay, right, I've forgotten what we're doing now. Well, why are we talking about Little Me? Oh, you're supposed to be doing tech talk. Can you stop sidetracking me? <laughs> okay, uh, Bad Rabbit's coming. What? Bad Rabbit. Is that something I should refer Mrs W to? No, 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 you, Mrs W does not want a Bad Rabbit. I don't know, she quite like... Anyway, never mind, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bad Rabbit's the new virus, the new uh, ransomware virus. It's in Russia and stuff at the moment, so it's it'll obviously spread out around uh, the globe. So be careful out there. It's not good. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't want Bad Rabbits, do we? No. Um, I, I saw a thing on uh, my uh, trade news about iOS cameras. In the um, Your iPhone, 
Yeah. Sometimes you install an app and it said, this app would like to use your camera and your microphone for whatever right, reason. Yeah. Maybe it's some sort of photo editing software, you know, like for a selfie or something. You know, you can get all these different apps mm. that do different things. Well, apparently, once you've agreed to that, it can turn your camera on and use your microphone, obviously, whenever it likes. So be wary of rogue programs just listening in or turning your cameras on because you will never know that they're actually recording you. Really? Yeah, so there's like a, a little warning going out there that there might be a new wave of um, invasion of privacy apps. So how does this work? When you first install an app, let's say you've seen an app that uh, puts a, a cat's face on your face uh, on your selfies, and you right, install yeah. the app, and it puts a nice little pair of ears and a pair of whiskers on your face. And But in order to do that, it comes up with a little message to protect you, saying this app wishes to use your camera and microphone. And you say yes. So, of course, you take your pictures or whatever. Well, if that app then stays in memory, which it normally does, because most people don't exit their apps properly, it can turn the camera on or the microphone on whenever it likes and upload the live content to its own servers. Ah, and who would use that? Um, Be a great TV show. <laughs> Wouldn't it, may, it? Maybe. Amazon Key. Have you heard of Amazon Key? No. You put a camera outside your house, a delivery driver from Amazon turns up, he has a special thing, he waves it in front of the camera and it opens your front door and allows you to accept deliveries when you're not in. That's the new thing Amazon are trialling. <sighs> Oh, no, thank you very much indeed. <clears throat> I don't have any of these apps to put funny faces on your What's It. And, and when it offers me, I mean, I've, I've, I've got loads of updates on my phone that says, you've not updated this, you've not updated that. I'm not doing any of them. You need an iPhone with more memory in it. Yeah, that's what I need. That's probably why you can't do any of the updates and you can't. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to do them because people will turn the camera on. Uh, well... You're not the type of person that's going to download some dodgy app, though, are you? No, I don't download any apps. I don't even know how to do it. Dear, shall I talk about films? <laughs> yeah, might as well. You've taken over most of this programme, yeah. Geostorm. Now, listen, I'd like to see that. It looks quite good. Have you seen it? Yes. And? Um, I'll, I'll get it on Blu-ray for you and send it to you. Well, well, why are you saying, yeah, what's wrong with uh, it? It's like any other disaster movie, and it's not, it's all right. If, you, if you've got, if you're bored in the afternoon and you fancy going to the cinema and there's nothing else on, you can watch that. They're not going to make much money out of this show, are they, these big corporations with, with me talking? No, no, I mean, I, uh, you know, little, no one's going to little anymore, are they? No one's going to little, no one's going to go to the cinema anymore, because recently <laughs> a lot of the films I've seen are, are rubbish. Uh, no one's going to buy Amazon Key because they're worried... What's the f no Amazon Key? That sounds a ridiculous idea. Why can't they just use your neighbour? Well, the camera does more than that. It records the the, the guy who's or woman. Obviously, we can't, mm. uh, you know. Yeah, you can't be sexist anymore. No, uh, yeah, they record it's them. No uh, fun anymore. Wandering around your house and putting the parcel in your house, so you have got video yeah. evidence of what's happening. And then, obviously, when they leave, the door locks again. So, it, yeah, it, I can see it working. To be fair, but it's 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 the trust level you've got to have with your. Uh, I can see that working a lot more than delivery by drone, to be honest. Well, delivery by drone's never going to happen, in theory, no. because you can't fly a drone near a road, and most houses live on a road. Mm. So that's... Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a ridiculous idea, and, and whoever... It's, it's some stupid ideas now, aren't there? Some stupid ideas. 
Um, okay, right. And uh, we we warned everybody about paying for your phones um, on contract, didn't we? Oh, last week, yeah, yeah. Don't um, good. Get, make sure you. Got, I had a, a bit of a falling out with Vodafone, but I might have sorted it, so I'm not going to slag them off yet. Why have you fallen out with Vodafone? Can you do it for me? Because my bills don't seem to go down at all. My wife had a text basically saying that she's going above a data plan, which I thought was very strange because she's got something like a four gig data plan and she never uses her phone. Mm. And it turns out that uh, iPhone had turned on uh, Wi-Fi Assist, which, all right, I'll talk about this to be fair, it's quite quite important. If you've got Wi-Fi Assist on your iPhone, what happens is if your Wi-Fi signal is weaker than the 4G signal outside, it uses the 4G, therefore costing you money or using yeah. your data plan. So she ran out. So I had this text saying, um, would you like to pay an extra £6 to get an extra gig? So I thought, well, fair enough, because it's running out. She's got 28 days until the next freebie. So I thought, I'll do that. I did that, and then it texted me back saying, thanks for signing up your new contract of an extra £6 a month. So I phoned them and said, look, I don't want to be paying this extra £6 a month. Yeah. So I shouted at them, and I did everything you normally do to people that uh, you're not agreeing with. And, yeah. and he removed that and added an extra 2 gig of data onto the plan therefore removing the need to have this thing and told me never to have, you know, Wi-Fi assist ever on my phone again. And then I checked my phone's online balance, and instead of being an extra £6, it'd gone up to an extra £12.50. Then I phoned them back, <laughs> right, and said, what's going on? They said, oh, well, we can't actually see your account live until the end of the month when your bill gets generated. Phone us back then. So at the moment, fingers crossed... They might have done me a solid and give me an extra two gig for free, or they might have billed me £12.50 a month for the privilege, of which maybe in, well, not next week, but in a few weeks' time, I might be having strong words about Vodafone. Yeah. So where do I find Wi-Fi Assist? Maybe that's why my phone bill's so expensive. I'll be in your settings on your phone. Will it? Yeah. Okay, I'll have a look. Wi-Fi Assist. And I, I turn that off, do I? You should turn that off, yeah. If, you, if you're in a okay. house and you've got Wi-Fi, even if it's weak, you should always be using that. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, so we've done everything now. Uh, we've done everything now. We can do um, questions for the whale. Well, should we do whale's mail? Haven't we got a... Or are we running out of time now? Oh, you can squeeze a whale's mail in, surely. Well, squeeze a whale's mail in, yeah. What have we got here? Uh, James, this is from Mandy Richards. Hello, Mandy. She said, James, could I just say a big thank you to you and Rob for making my Friday nights at home alone a joy? Isn't that nice? Uh, a great balance of humour and seriousness. Oh, Mandy, thank you very much indeed. We should send Mandy a book. There's nothing humorous about my content. I am serious all the time. Maybe it's you, you're providing the humour. Yeah, I think that's probably fair to say. Mandy, listen, you could join me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday morning from 11 on Talk Radio. Check it out, Talk Radio. It's back on not Talk Sport, Talk Radio. It's been on the air now nearly two years. Yeah, but I'm not on that show, so carry on listening on Friday nights when you're alone, if you want to hear my yeah. voice. Yeah, but, you know, use that one as well, because I might get Rob on there if he's good sometime. He's been on it a few times, he thinks. I was Anne Whittacombe a few months ago. Oh, of course you were. Yeah, do your Anne Whittacombe now. Go on. OK. John's out. He's with the ambassador. He'll be home in 48 hours. That's, do you know that's uncanny? I had Bobby Davro on my show on Sunday uh, a couple of weeks ago on talk radio. <laughs> and he said when he came in, he said, listen, uh, let's play a game. Let's play a trick. He said, I will, I will do, I will say I'm going to do, I can do an impersonation of you. And then you talk. 
And then I'll come back and say, see, how, how do you think that would? And I'll say, no, it doesn't sound. So we did that. Yeah. And the producer who booked him, who wasn't there, got so excited when he heard it, he put the recording out saying, listen to Bobby Davro impersonating James <laughs> Webb. I said, you stupid moron. That was me. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, I didn't realise. <laughs> it's quite funny. You can hear it. It's on a website somewhere. It's about, it's about <laughs> <a few. laughs> That was it, was it? <laughs> Uh, uh, 62. Oh, I was reading some tweets coming in while we're doing it. Uh, right, questions for the whale before uh, we run right out of time and those radio stations who take this programme just kick us off. Well, they don't kick us off. They just cancel the end of the show. Oh, sorry, can I apologise? Uh, last week I had a letter in. I should have put it in whale's mail, but it came attention to me, really, rather than... Um... Uh, thank you. Getting your own mail on the show now, and that is something I try to discourage. <laughs> At the end of the show, you normally have a nice lady that says uh, where people can find us on social media, and mm. Mm. I didn't add that to the end of the show. So out of 215, 14 shows, that's the first time that's ever happened, so I'm very sorry. Yeah. Well, I should hope so, and also, you were very late putting the show out last week, which upset a lot of people, I noticed. <laughs> that is, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry for that as well. Yeah. But I was and, too, and the too reason busy. why is because he was at a bloody Little Mix concert. I thought that was more important. <laughs> get, get on with the questions. Okay. Uh, Mickey Henderson. Where do slugs and snails come from? Under stones. Under stones. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nick, uh, is that Callahan? You're reading them. I don't know. Do you want me to go and go into the put the computer on and read? Hang on. Hang on hold on. Just a minute. Right, Nick Callahan. Why are parents allowed to steal their children's money, as in anything held in a bank account by a young person in the UK can be legally pilfered at will by parents with no obligation to refund the money? Well, Nick, where did those young people get the money from? They've got to pay rent, haven't they? I mean, staying in the yeah, house exactly. for 16 years rent-free, that's, you yeah. know. I think if you've got children up until the age they become adults, you should be entitled to everything they have. Nick, what a miserable old so-and-so you are. Look after your parents. Rather than them go and take the money out of your bank account, give it to them. Yeah, you know, all your old toys, give it to your parents to sell on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Ellis. Yeah. Uh, why are puppy teeth so sharp? Well, you may ask the same about baby's teeth, um, because they're new and haven't been used. And of course, when you get something new, like a knife, something new that hasn't been used, it is fairly sharp. So be careful. Isn't it also true that they're smaller? Are you trying to take over questions for the whale? Well, you read my bloody question out a minute ago. Yeah, well, because you can't read. That's why. Only the name. Uh, if you get a large puppy with teeth the same size as an adult small dog, they will be sharper. And the reason they are sharper is because they are new and haven't yet been ground down by food and bones. I'll let you off then. Good. Get on with the next one. Uh, Phil Drake. Oh, God. Who? Phil Drake. Yeah. Should O'Mara fall on his sword, why not let the voters of Sheffield Hallam have their say? Yeah. What do you think about that question, then? Uh, 
is that the bloke that's done something wrong and and he he can stay there for five years and get away with it and he can't get thrown out? We're talking about Gerard O'Mara, right. who is a Labour MP for Sheffield Hallam. Yeah. He ousted Nick Clegg, who was the sitting MP. Yeah. And it's now been found that some years ago, and much more recently, Mr O'Mara has been putting out some quite disgusting and despicable uh, comments on social media. One of them uh, was how he hoped Jamie Callan's grand piano raped him till death. Uh, So, quite frankly, people who put stuff like that out... In my view, uh, even if he, he's made this big apology about it and then fa- they found out that he has been doing the same uh, not so long ago, uh, but even if you did it 10 years ago and you had those views, he's very homophobic, very racist, and this is a man who reckons he's uh, he's had this epiphany and changed completely and became a Labour MP. Uh, but he didn't tell everybody he had uh, been making these sort of comments before. He was very disparaging about other well-known people, very... Th- threatening, very, uh, just, just not, just, you know, the, the most despicable things you can imagine, uh, anybody saying, saying some of which are just too disgusting for me to even mention here. So they must be disgusting. Um, I think he should just be kicked out. Well, that's what I said, but just obviously a bit shorter. He, he's on something like yeah. 72,000 pounds a year and he can stay in his job. He's an MP. Yeah. He can, he, I, I'm not sure how that works. I mean, uh, he may well not be able to be got rid of until the next election. Yeah, up to five years. Yeah. I don't think he'd get in again. Well, he won't get in again. It was, all that, it was all that excitement of Labour. You know, everybody's thinking that Jeremy Corbyn was almost the new messiah. And I think a lot of people got over that now because, you know, uh, you might think, oh, this is great. Uh, you, you have to actually step back in politics and realise that somebody somewhere, usually you or your neighbour or your friend, are going to have to pay for all these wonderful things because this money the government keep giving out, it's not. it comes from us. Kids seem to think quite often, I don't know why we don't teach more about politics in every school. I don't know why we don't get flipping religious studies off the curriculum and put politics on. Politics is life. And people people say, I'm not interested in politics. Don't be ridiculous. Every time you have an opinion about something, even if it's whether or not, you know, you want to go to a Little Mix concert or Little Mix or a pier, you know, everything is politics, if you like. It would teach the kids how to debate, though, wouldn't it? It would be a very good idea to do that, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Last one now. Uh, Karen Clift. Why is the moon round? Uh, The moon isn't round, actually. Well, not perfectly round, no. No, nor is the the Earth. Um, uh, It's a very good point. I read a book once about uh, how the moon was manufactured because the moon is in exactly the right place between us and the sun for life to exist in this form on this planet. Did you know that? It's not in exactly a place. It it moves all the time. Yeah, but it moves within a tolerance, and so does the Earth move because the Earth is is slightly tilted on the axis, isn't it? Which is why the climate changes. I think it's something to do with the, the way that the Earth and the Moon spins. Yeah, but it's exactly where it should be. So, apparently, the Moon fell apart. People, no, people from the future came back to build the Moon, so it would still be there. Didn't it turn into um, a big dragon once in Doctor Who, and then then after it was born, a new egg appeared. A big what? It's like a big egg. Yeah, and there's a dragon in it. 
and then the dragon flies off and lays a new egg. And that's the new moon. <laughs> uh, the answer, by the way, to all planets looking round is all got to do with gravity, or the lack of, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they might not necessarily be round, but but the, the gravity give, keeps them all kind of pulled in. Well, it's just dust that gathers, and the dust mm. spins and spins and spins, space dust, and then uh, it gets bigger and accumulates more, and then the gravity sucks in more, and as it keeps spinning, mm. it just puts little layers and layers and layers and layers. Eventually, the planet Earth could become really, really big and touch the sun, and then we can all singe our buttocks. Mm. We won't be around then. Uh, right, listen, I've got to go and feed the birds. Uh, the bird food has, uh, has run out, so I will catch you later. It's that little food, is it, for the birds? Oh, shut up about little f- James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>